0: Right, welcome everybody to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality Cast. I am one of your hosts, Chris Phelps, and my co host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks.
1: Hey there, Chris, and hello to our listeners out there. Welcome to Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. We are covering Married at First Sight UK season six, The Reunion. Now, Chris. I was hoping that this wasn't going to be a nonsense reunion like Love Island, where it's basically the week after they all buggered off and came back home from holiday, and it looks like we got what we ordered. So where would you like to start with this one?
0: Well, I was thinking we'll go in sort of order of the appeared on the episode, Dave, because we have got some juicy bits in this, which I absolutely loved. I must admit, I agree, the Love Island reunion was fucking rubbish. We had Laura fucking Ikea Whitmore just stood around useless, reading off an cue with terrible puns and jokes, and everyone was just vying to not make a mistake because of their Instagram following. This one was mm. a bit more authentic. We've got the free... You know, matchmakers, I'm still calling them bullshit. They literally <laughs> pinned the fucking tail on a donkey with these fucking couples, Dave. That's exactly what they did. And yeah. they, they hit a home run with Adam and Taylor. let's just say that. So anyway, let's start with Josh and Amy. Now, you were absolutely on the money. I love your comment in the literally the first episode you went, Josh is not a fuckboy now as he's now on the show. And we've said it a few times. <laughs> he changed his whole personality. And I wasn't buying any of it. There's a seven, eight year gap between him and Amy. Amy was a nightmare. Don't get me wrong, Dave. She was very high maintenance. She seemed very entitled, bit of a to ass completely. But I think Josh played her exactly as it was. And as soon as he said, you know, the camera stopped rolling, he was like, yeah, it's all over. Because he was playing you the whole time. He's a fuckboy who wants to be a reality TV star. That's what they're doing. And he's not the only one on this show, Dave. But for me, yeah. I'm not surprised. And I think Amy's completely naive, even though I think Josh has been an absolute heartless dick. I think she, I just can't believe she's not read the room on this one, because I could see it coming a mile away. hundred percent. And I think I, what I don't get is why she can't
1: see it. And I'm sure she's she's very competitive and as much of a, Dick that Josh was. I think she's as bad, just yeah. in a different way. Um, what a nightmare. And she knows that they are not compatible, but she's so competitive with everyone else. She's like desperate to make it work, just so she can get one over on the other couples. This was never ever gonna work. Never gonna work. But she seems to be the only person and and the fucking shit matchmakers, by the way. Um <laughs> Uh, they seem to be the only people who thought that it it, it could work. You know, uh, maybe Josh might stop being a fuckboy and maybe Amy will be less of a nightmare. Maybe, you know, it, it's just for me, they should all be fucking sacked, those matchmakers, because they're crap, you know, <laughs> just come on. Or just come clean. You just want a bit of juicy entertainment. like. And actually, off camera, you're just laughing your fucking head off uh, at putting these two characters together because uh, it will give us some great TV. I, I just... Part of me thinks that's what it is. <laughs> you know, it's nothing to do with actually trying to find a couple uh, for someone. But then you sort of think, well, that's that's morally, you know, very questionable, isn't it? Especially with Amy. She wants to settle down. She wants to have kids. Why the fuck would they put her with Josh? So yeah, it was it was a hundred percent predictable, Chris. All of it. Uh, just not to those people that I've just mentioned.
0: <laughs> and also, Dave, like you, you know, we give, quite rightly, Nikita got absolutely slated. She got kicked off the show. She is literally one fucking match away from just blowing up, isn't she, Dave? She's absolutely terrible. This proper trigger happy, proper... Attitude on her. She's got that prop. I want to be somebody. She's been in all these like peripheral reality TV shows as fake guests and all that. Pretty much what she's done with this. However, I am going to defend her slightly, Dave, because I think Anne is more of a snake than her because she is what you see. She is 100%. You do her wrong, whether she's misread it or not. She's jumping all over. She's going to go absolutely loopy at your scream, shout, whatever. And you're going to get all these profanities. And played the game. And is a reality TV wannabe, just like Josh. <laughs> yeah. And he is. And he sat there. And I didn't like his attitude toward Alexis either when mm. they got together. It was purely... I just want to stay in this show. He had nothing in common with. Him. He had no interest in the girl. She was hoping there was something there. He just played her. And when he was sat there with Nikita, yeah, I'm never going to watch any. Well, I don't know. I'm saying that if Nikita was on something else, you know, he's going to kick off. You She'd would probably, fucking watch yeah, it. I in probably a would actually, I'll take I'll t- I'll <laughs> <say> that back. <laughs> if she's on X on the beach, which I think for her, she's never going to get go in Geordie Shore. But X on the beach is perfect fodder for her. So they could yeah. get Ant turn up, and she would be able to do whatever she wants on that day. She could launch him from. You no know, drinks over him, everything. He, I just, I just don't know. There's something about him. He's, he's trying to be a good guy, but he's a fake good guy for me. And I think mm. he's a bit of a sly fucker. So they, they both got what they deserve out of it at the end of the day. Bit of exposure, not interested. And they just played the game. But I, I don't know how you feel on that. I just thought he was a bit of a bell Oh, definitely.
1: I mean, I I think I I sort of felt sorry for him when he was taking a verbal lashing consistently from Nikita. But then he showed himself to be a bit of a prick, I thought, with Alexis. And, you know, in the reunion, I I think he just comes off just as bad. I have to question, people were saying about Nikita getting kicked off the show. If you actually get kicked off the show, you're not back for the reunion. Yes. So I I don't think she did. I think they just... Got to the end. Obviously, there was lots of drama, but I don't think she got kicked off. But, but, so, yeah, you know, she could be back again on other things, other reality shows, like you say. Um, but I tell you what, Chris, I mean, Nikita, she's just. She's another fucking nightmare, just in a different way. I mean, if she was in your circle of friends, you'd find a different fucking circle of friends, wouldn't you? She just she walks into the room like, who am I going to have an argument with today? Yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> and it's true. like, oh, fucking hell. Where's the drama going to come from? You know, who's going to take a bash in here? And obviously, you know, she was like having a go at alexis she was all put out you know she's raring for a fucking fight with anyone and honestly chris the award for best character best actor whatever you want to call them reality star i thought was alexis in this reunion i thought for lots of different reasons she was absolutely fucking brilliant and the fact that you know again nikita is trying to trying to put on this whole girl code thing. It's like we were mates, you know, girl code and all that. And it's like, I'm not your friend. We met for like one fucking get together, which was a fake fucking hen sort of situation. <laughs> it's not like we're busy mates. And again, I love the fact that she called that out because it's, it's like you get it on Love Island, don't you? It's like, oh, you're my brother. I, I love oh, you, you and fancy. whatever. Yeah. And it's like, look, you're on a fucking holiday. <laughs> you meet people and they had a brief fleeting in your life and then they're gone um so so I like the fact that she called out it's like look we're not mates but just but then she followed it up with a great apology that fucking tamed Nikita which I thought was impossible but she did it and she but she did it without really apologizing right <laughs> she did it with the old I'm sorry how it made you feel sort of apology. (laughs) So not that, you know, I'm sorry that, you know, what I did was wrong. She didn't say that. But Nikita, she's talking to the camera. Is like, well, I didn't think she'd apologize. And it's like, but you you didn't even hear what she said. (laughs) Because if you did, that would have set you off as well. I was just like, Alexis, that is ninja level stuff. And Yeah. uh, yeah, I was pretty impressed with that.
0: No, and I was. I'm with you, Dave, and I love the the fake hugging. I, I'm with you. It's complete reality TV 101. You know, I, I only just met you. We're like great friends. As soon as you get out, Dave, oh, I think they might have blocked me. Yeah. yeah that's exactly <laughs> why, because you're nobody. Uh, now, some of the the brighter side of this, this episode, Dave, Dan and Matt. So abs- Matt is all on to going to Northern Ireland. I will say with Matt, though, Dave, every time the camera's, pan to him and Dan. He had a proper pan of piss face, like he didn't believe any of these people were couples, even Taylor and Adam. I don't know whether it's because of the, the dialogue of the judges was sort of like, well, here's our couple that makes our heart melt, and he was a bit annoyed, like, look, we've been from the start with them, which is right, mm. and they're a great couple talking about kids, they love each other, they were kissing, everything. Great, good on them, Dave. I really, I don't think there's is an issue there. I think they're on the same page, and, and it looks like he's actually... Dan's actually won over Matt's mum by some scones, Dave. So so they were they were one of the brighter spots in this episode.
1: Yeah. I think um I, I'm pleasantly surprised. I thought the location thing would uh derail them. I mean, from day one, pretty much, they were they looked well matched, you know, although yeah. I think Matt he did question, didn't he? He was like, How old are you? <laughs> sort of thing. He wasn't talking by surprise that. But you could see there was an instant chemistry, and they've they've been great together, except when the whole discussion of you know where are they gonna live, and like I say when you kind of being the outsider, you know, it, it had like a um, picture of Matt and, and Dan sat together in like the back. It looked like a an old terrace house, didn't it, with all the overgrown, yeah. uh, <laughs> like grass out the back, and it just, and you pan to like these beautiful beaches and stuff. It's like it's not even a fucking conversation, surely, but you know, to Matt, it was. But look, they seem to have gotten over that. So good for them, you know, and and uh, I'm glad for them. I, I do think chemistry-wise, they probably win the show. I think they they're absolutely there from day one. And, uh, yeah, I, I'm really happy for them.
0: Yeah, me too. And, and moving on to one of the, the controversial couples, day we have Megan and Rob, as they were calling tonight, but we've been called Bob through the whole series. And I've got to say, Dave, Bob's the guy who he's got a million pounds and then all of a sudden he starts bigging himself up and he drops it down the toilet, his ticket, because – is there. It's a great analogy. I don't know where the fuck I'm going with this, Dave. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> just, just laugh at the right points, Dave. But um, he he goes and sits down, and they're talking to him and Megan, and he's like, "Yeah, well, because of him." And fucking Jordan has not got a poker face at all, oh, babe. My word. <laughs> he was furious. i to joke joking, mate. I'm like Bob. We all felt sorry for you. You were a good guy who got fucked over by Megan. She cheated on you. She treated you like shit. She made you sleep on the fucking sofa because she's got that princess complex. She's a dick as well, but I'm off the Bob train. I've got to say Dave, I believe he's a lovely guy, but watching that on the reunion, I was like, Bob, it's over, let it go. What Jordan did had nothing to do really with Megan not liking you. She didn't like you from the start in a romantic way. They might be good friends now. That was more the cherry on the cake, Dave. That was it. It was nothing more than just a, I don't want to be with Bob. But I think Bob is still bitter towards Jordan. He's like, no, no. And then, but then Jordan was giving Paul shit, going, well, I'm apologising to Rob. And, and then eventually, like, well, you're not going to apologise to Megan? You're putting me on, Paul's like, you're putting me on blast. No, I'm just telling you, you don't want this. And I was like, wow. Because he'd said Jordan and he in the press that, as we were watching it, I'm not happy with the editing. this show. They've edited me completely wrong. Everyone needs a bad guy. And then you watch him on that going, they've edited nothing <laughs> out. You're a fucking <laughs> cock, mate. An absolute <laughs> arrogant cock.
1: Well, Michelle, if you're listening out there from Radio Berkshire, BBC Radio Berkshire, would be great to have Bob and Chris on, I think. <laughs> 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 so um oh that would Thanks, make dave. me laugh
0: <laughs> so well, and i'm gonna go i always liked you bob you're a great guy well, yeah. i
1: thought you played a brilliant it was game. dave who no. said that not me yeah. so yeah it would probably work that wouldn't it yeah. <laughs> it will often confuse us right I, I i'm kind of with you with bob though it's like he's giving jordan this massive hard time. Again, he hasn't used the words bro code or anything like that, but you kind of get the impression that he is venting his frustrations and anger at Jordan. Jordan didn't owe him shit. He doesn't really know him apart from, you know, a bit of a get together for this uh, mock stag do where they all met and stuff, but that's it. Jordan doesn't owe Bob fucking anything. Chris.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: Megan is the person he was married to. And continually fucked him over and would not have admitted this whole thing had Jordan not brought it up. So, Bob, you're looking in the wrong fucking direction. You're apologizing, making excuses for Megan. Megan, who's apologized over and over and over again, apparently, you know, but for me it's just she was the villain of the episode jordan yeah does come across like a bit of a knob but i appreciate his lack of poker face as you know chris back in the band days didn't really have much of a poker face myself and and so i can appreciate that about him he's <laughs> just like if someone's shit you've got to just call it out um so yeah i i I, I'm with you there,
0: and I, I did enjoy this bit of the reunion, though. Say, <laughs> oh, this is where we got that little bit of juice, didn't we? A little yeah. bit of fucking something. I'm with you, Dave. It was it was great, and and then obviously we get finally. And I, I know we usually we talk about the juicy bits first, but I forgot to say this: Morag and Luke, Dave. Now Morag comes. Where, where did uh,
1: Marilise and uh, Thingy? Frank come in.
0: They did a little bit at the start, but then at the end, they came in after this. They came in after, it was this, after this one. Oh, All yeah, right. Okay. Adam, I was just yeah. in
1: my head. I was thinking, okay, let's Morag and Luke then.
0: So, so Morag and Luke, this is what we came here for, Dave. This is why we signed up. <laughs> seen- <laughs> Morag comes on, and uh, she is perfect at playing the victim, isn't she? She's been oh, horrible 100%. to Luke the whole way through. I don't, I've not seen anybody sticking up for her luke's a bit of a wet lace i did say about his mum you know she seems to interfere a lot in his life it may be because he was in such a bad place and a lot of things had changed anyway in his life because he was so hurt by his relationship so i can sort of get that i'd be protective of John if it was me i understand that but morag's there slating luke going well not even rang me and then he went hang on I've texted you every day because you said you wanted space. When we had a conversation, you said, it's just the TV show. And you went, I-, I did not. And I'm like, Morag, your nose is big <laughs> as mine. And it's getting bigger and fucking bigger, fucking Pinocchio. What an absolute blagger she is, Dave.
1: Yeah, 100%. And, and I'm glad. I didn't think this was going to happen. But Luke has finally got to that point where he's just like, hang about i'm fighting and fighting for this thing and it isn't actually real and so yeah morag hats off to her plays a brilliant victim but let's face it come on we know these characters we know the dynamics of that she even said chris i I should have wrote down the line but it was something like you know i didn't expect to find anyone here (laughs) (laughs) and it's something like that wasn't it and it was like (laughs) yeah oh here we go you know so so you've flipped it now you've come on married at first fucking sight not expecting to find someone what did you come here for so yeah i think a good on luke for finally fucking waking up and smelling the coffee and uh yeah morag will be this is brilliant for Morag, isn't it it plays into her whole storyline herself you know that men are all bastards and, that and, you know, she got fucked over by Luke. Brilliant. So when she appears on the next fucking thing, she can take that with her. Uh, whereas Luke, I do actually think he he was sort of trying to find someone and he was bought into the whole process and then just realised, you know, yeah, that I'm the only one playing this game.
0: I, I agree. And I think as well, it's not just because of... It's not... She's not unhappy that Luke's not with her and she's not with Luke it's because she's not the one who's got the final say on the end of that relationship. She thought she had Luke at the end of a fucking dog lead and she could just tug on it whenever she wanted. And he'd come running to her and she'd probably be doing all sorts behind his back. This is me just assuming Dave. So forgive me. It's not you saying it. And he would literally just come running and that's what she thought. And basically he's gone, you know what? And I love this saying, I keep saying it, but the juice ain't worth the squeeze Dave. And he's gone, you know what? <laughs> Fuck you. And he's obviously watched some of the show. And that, so so, they know what's going on. They're all friends on there. Bob had said it on Michelle's radio show that they are friends. There is stuff that you know they don't say, but most of the stuff when they're shocked on the screen is genuine because they don't know what's coming. So nobody Mm. expected Luke to dump her. Nobody thought they all thought it'd be Morag who dumped Luke, and he'd be there like a puppy dog. I was. All for it, Dave. I'm, I was so for Luke because I felt he was absolutely torn apart uh, mentally, physically had to change his look just for her. You can't do that. You can't mold somebody into something they're not. You just can't. You have a love them or you don't, and that's it. And I think good luck to Luke. I hope he, he does find someone. Morag will see you on X on the Beach or fucking whatever no mark reality <laughs> show you're going to be on next because you're going to – I think she'll be on Celebrities Go Dating, Dave, even though she's not a celebrity, yeah. but she'll be on some crap TV show.
1: I don't think celebrities do anything. I don't think these days you have to be a celebrity. That, that's the thing, isn't it? The bar is so low now for those shows. That's why they can come on things like this. <laughs> and it's like, I'm a celebrity now. But I, I tell you again, Chris, I'm going to have another go at the matchmakers because that fucking Paul Brunson in particular, right? He's always, when he gives Luke the little pep talk, all this conversation is around the influence that Luke has on Morag, and he's just got a complete blind spot for the fact of well, what influence is Morag having on Luke? Yeah, okay, he's trying to fucking put on some new clothes and basically change who he is. You know, that is not a positive influence. Nothing I saw about that interaction was positive for Luke, and and it's like you know the matchmakers are just completely ignoring that, and it's all the other way around. So yeah, I, I think again. <laughs> If we're scoring the matchmakers, Chris, I'll, I'll I'll give them a two out of ten. I think for uh, basically <laughs> yeah. they they hit it right with uh, Adam and Taylor, didn't they? And Matt and Luke, and, and that's it. But you know, come on, I I don't I don't think you could see from episode one pretty much. I think couldn't you? You know who was going to be actually matched properly?
0: Yeah, and that that's true. And you always say about me, Dave. My football predictions are awful, but when I get one, <laughs> you never hear the end of it. I, I, I skate over the other 20 that I've been like the reality off. radar. I <laughs> mean, you know, me and you talk about football with massive football fans. You ring me, we'll have a chat. I'll ring you, we're having a chat about football or something else. And then, and then you, I'll say, Well, I think it's going to be three nil. And you're going, Well, I'm definitely betting on the other team winning yeah. now <laughs> <then,"> because my <laughs> predictions are just so with my heart. I don't think with my head at all so so i agree that the matchmakers are fucking awful like i said he's pin a fucking tail on a donkey innit he's like a piñata eventually you're (laughs) going to hit the fucking thing from your eyes closed it's just they have to do it for the tv they have to do it because if you just have like couples like luke got with someone and they just lived happily ever after that's a shit tv show so there's got to be Mm. something to ruin it, Morag and Luke were one of the best things to happen to this season. Whatever I think of her, because she made it entertaining. Nikita did at the start. Once mm. she went, we needed someone else, and Morag took it, took over. You know, I mean, I'm not mm. gonna. I've got to say, Dave, you've got a lot of praise online because you're impressing a Morag. He's so good, you know what <laughs> what <I mean>? absolutely <laughs> amazing. But I'm not gonna miss that fake just talking and then bursting into fake no. crying straight away. It's bullshit. But he's been amazing so far.
1: Yeah, the I think the best one was when she was having a go at Josh. And and remember that that one? That was probably the highlight for me where she's proper having a go at him and like, oh, he'll never change, you know, and he was DMing me and stuff like that. And she's like, it happened ages ago. And it's like, but you fucking
0: brought it all up. Yeah, Yeah, just... (laughs) I don't know why you even brought up the ones going. It's like you fucking brought that up mid season, you silly woman. But yeah, yeah, uh, unbelievable. Now, Dave, I've got to say this. We're on to Frankie and Marilise. Now, we did say Frankie was holding back. He was trying to be a nicer guy than what he is. And he's admitted it tonight. I'll give him credit. They were all loved up, everything. There was a full. The way he spoke about he kissed her, he told her he loved her, he's moved back within the same city, which I thought was a bit bizarre. And I'm thinking at that point, they're not going to be together. And lo and behold, this was filmed about a month ago, Dave. He's already in Dubai with new fucking yeah. PT fucking clients. So I didn't buy any of that. However, it did look sincere. If I didn't know, they'd already split up. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just
1: felt like there was something not being said all the way through with yes. frankie i just felt there was there was something so guarded about him i i just didn't really buy it and like I say in the reunion they seemed to all be loved up but I, I still wasn't buying it so it's not a shock at all that you know it's been reported that they've split up i think all this stuff about you know well definitely uh i, I hadn't actually thought, not for one second did I think about moving to the UK until, you know, I met you. I'm like, mm, yeah. <laughs> right. So why did you actually join this show? <laughs> well, no, it, no. It, it must be for your profile. It must be. Yeah. And so, you know, I just wasn't buying any of it at all. And it looks like he, he has gone back, hasn't he?
0: Yeah, yeah, he's gone. And I don't think we're going to see that again. But you can hire uh, Harry, you can hire Marilise Morag for £25 if you want them to do a birthday or a shout out for you, Dave, just in case you're missing them. I'm definitely not spending 25 quid on anything to do these people. However, it is there if you're that desperate for that attention, guys. So, uh, very good. So, so to finish off the show, Dave, uh, we finished with Love's Young Dream, which was Adam and Taya. Again, I have nothing to question on these. I think they are cute. It was a bit of a VT on a couple of the very, very slight struggles and disagreements they had. But these two are just well into each other. And I I have no, I'd say probably if I said in a year they'd split up, I'd agree with that. I think these are going to make a real go of it, Dave.
1: I think they'll have a go at it. I mean, there are little cracks to be honest that I would question in the longer term. Like when she's, in his house and trying to redecorate everything. And like, you're thinking from his perspective, he's kind of going along with it because it's a bit of a novelty, but you know, that sort of shit has a limited lifetime, Chris, (laughs) you don't put (laughs) up with that forever. Um, and so, yeah, in the longer term, but to be honest, that's the most we can hope from these shows, isn't it? If they make it past the year, I think that's success.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So,
1: you know, but again, it's not fucking rocket science, any of this, is it? They're at around about the same point in life. You know, they're, they're, they're looking for that, you know, that more traditional route, I guess. You know, you, you marry someone in your your kind of 20s, late 20s, early 30s. They'll probably have kids. Um, you know, it, they're taking that standard route. And so, yeah, I'm glad for them. I don't think it was rocket science to put them two together.
0: No, no, I think you're right. And also, Dave, what a way to finish the season. Been a great, proper, proper first season for me. I'm married at first sight to actually watch it. So I've loved it. And and it was, a, I think it was a nice, refreshing change from the nonsense of Love Island this year because Love Island was so overproduced, this series, unfortunately. Still watched it. We still podcast it every day, Dave, didn't we? <laughs> the detriment of our fucking (laughs) life. But, you know, we had to do that. That's dedication. And Love Island will always be there. I'll always watch it day one. It's every episode. But this was just something nicer and and easier to sort of... I think it's easier to track what's going on because everyone's together from the start. You know, in Love Island, I always want someone to come in and break up like the most powerful couple (laughs) in there. And it never happens. They all just bottle it, don't they? So this has been great. And obviously... Whatever we're going to do next, you know, it's always good to chat about it with you, mate.
1: Yeah, no, it's, it's great fun. And Chris, you know, when you kind of you go on these articles and then you follow, you know, uh, a bit more gossip, there's rumours that Luke and Marilise might be together. What? <laughs> I've no what? idea what? if this is, uh, you know, a, a little fling or something like that, something like that. but...
0: Oh, let's no, see. Would. Let's see. Watch this space. Mm, that's interesting, Dave. Really interesting. Yeah. I'm shocked by that. I'm absolutely... Sh- I, I don't know what to say. But think about it, Chris. Just take a moment.
1: Wouldn't they fit better together? With where, where Mary-Leese is in her life and where Luke is? would. I mean, maybe the kids thing might, might be a bit of a... Um, a problem, but... I mean, they're a lot fucking better than Luke and Morag and Frankie and Marilee,
0: surely. for <laughs> one night, you know, Luke and fucking Marilee's going to be sat there, they're going to be cuddled up together on the sofa, in love, and then all of a sudden, some guy in a black fucking commando outfit <laughs> with his fucking face, in you know, all black oil all over his face is going to pop up at the window with a an Uzi and go, hello! <laughs> I, I think
1: Marilee should, honestly, in all seriousness... <laughs> get a sweep of her house
0: right? yes yeah, joking aside <laughs> I'm joking but you're right he's going to turn up in the undergrowth in a ghillie suit or something <laughs> Luke will disappear in the fucking pond
1: yeah yeah but uh, oh, you best watch yeah. around your own house and mine
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm only joking, Frankie. But yeah. anyway, <laughs> Love you. <laughs> it was my release all along. I always said you're a good guy. <laughs> so, big Thank you to our Patreons. If you want to support us, guys, go to patreon.com forward slash CD Reality Cast. And the roll call of honor for today is. Oh, breathe, Chris, breathe. Lucy, Helen, Brianna, Jacqueline, Noreen, Claire, Amy, Zoe, Joanna, Helen, Libby, Katie, Dee Dee, Hannah, Ed, Priscilla, Susan, Hennessy, Haley, Lauren, Lucky Lulu Green, and Ken Gustavson. So, thank you so much, guys, as always. Big, you know, we love the fact that he's supporting the show and everyone who's supported us in the past. It's great stuff. And if you do want to follow us on social media, at CD Reality If you want to email us, CD Reality at gmail.com. And they say Chris Day's Reality Cast there, David. I don't know where that email comes <laughs> from. <laughs> so, Mr. Horrocks, have you got anything before we go?
1: No. So, I mean, we've got our poll in the running at the minute, haven't we? So what are we going to look at next? So we'll see what the results are and and have a chat about that over the next week. Uh, But obviously, Married at First Sight Australia. I know it's been shown over there already, but that's broadcasting in the UK at the moment. I've watched the first episode, Chris, and I have to say that looks like it's shaping up for a good (laughs) drama filled episode as well. All the Brits in this season, we we're, were fairly reserved, you know, at that opening. There was Nikita who stood out a little bit, whereas, uh, in your words, Chris, with this lot, no fucks are given. <laughs> 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 There's already arguments between the, the girls and that, and, and it's oh, it's looking like it's
0: going to be a good one with some good characters on that series. Yeah, it is. It's looking brilliant, Dave. And, and look it's what we're here for we need the drama we call these people out who are just fame hungry but they make the show Dave we need this so we need a bit of backstabbing we need a bit of cheating as well Dave don't condone it in real life but for a reality TV show I'm all for it Dave
1: (laughs) (laughs) and it's the dinner parties with maths isn't it those are the things that's when all the grievances are aired and so yeah I, I really do like this series
0: no brilliant mate brilliant right well Mr Horrocks I will see you next time Thanks for listening, everyone.
1: I'll speak to you next time.